it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. excited this episode is going to be like one of those life-giving ones that I come back to time and time again when I need to laugh I'm so <laughs> we pumped. might have to do two or it's just gonna be yeah. long I don't know yeah um, we'll, we'll see we'll see where it goes or where it takes us but I'm <laughs> y'all sent in some really good confessions Cece and I have our own good confessions and there, there's just so many they're, they're so, so good yeah so this is gonna be laughing we're just gonna jump right in Meg what's your heck yeah guess, uh, my heck well. yes my heck yeah <laughs> is having family and friends visit during postpartum like we've had we've had maybe like a week or a couple days here and there where we haven't had family or friends visiting and it's been a perfect little break in between having the next group of people visit but it's just so nice having people come out and visit us and help and just hang out like literally just hang out with me in the living room with my two kids so I don't feel like I'm doing it alone like that's it mm-hmm. so that's my heck yes what's your heck yes my heck yes is that you know I'm really trying not to depend on retail therapy, but Which, I, well, hold on. You have to, did you like, was Patrick deployed last time? Oh, recorded? Like, yeah. I don't know deployed? if I was no. able to say that. Yeah. So Patrick is in the middle of the ocean. Um, so yeah. retail therapy, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, it's really not retail therapy. If I'm spending like a hundred dollars dollars total at thrift shop like agreed you because know then you're getting I mean you're spending like a quarter a thing you're like I'm not really I'm like I'm really saving money by doing this so yeah um thrift shopping I found literally such amazing things um hi Avery he just walked in <laughs> I was really worried I don't have a kid right now you guys my father-in-law has Deanie downstairs and so I was like oh, I'm so pumped I have no kid and I told him to come upstairs and just walk in if Jeannie loses it and the door started to open and I was like oh I'm five minutes into this episode and she's losing it dang it <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bye-bye, Avery. Yeah, just my husband. So yeah, that's my heck yes. Just really great finds, um, really random things, but like decorating a home is fun. And this is, is. my first time. Because, and it's so much more redemptive to go and find them at thrift store because it's like you found a hidden jewel. Right. 25 And it's cents. like, and it's kind of like, if I were to buy it, I would be able to link it for you all, which is nice because then you guys can buy it. And I have a kickback monetarily, right. but mm-hmm. also it's just the hunt is part of the fun. So it is. Yeah. And it's also, like a unique piece. Exactly. Also, heck yes, as I see Megan next week and we will be going thrift shop yep. and we won't just be hanging out. I already have a whole list of things that I want to cook for her. And oh, I was like, we're not just going to be hanging out. What are we doing? <laughs> we always do that. <laughs> no, we're not going to be working. We will probably create, be creating some content too. Yes. Um, we have a few spots open for our France trip next summer. Um, oh. But besides the oh. point, heck yes, I see Megan, Imogene and Carrie. And anyways, what's your heck no? Heck no is the shooting in Texas. It just yeah. hits deeper when you're a parent and you have two little kids and you're just like, holy crap, I cannot imagine. Like you you feel it on a little bit more of a personal level than just mm-hmm. like, oh, that sucks, you know? So I was wondering, I was, when I went to go type in my heck no this morning, I was like, what the heck is like, there's something that's bothering me and I like couldn't figure out what it was. And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's the shooting. Like it's sticking with me a little longer and deeper than school shootings used to because as a kid yeah. you you either don't hear it or you just hear little bits and pieces about it because your parents kind of try to protect you from it or whatever but now that you are a parent and you have kids you're just like that's like your worst, your worst nightmare literally mm-hmm. so that's my heck no what's your heck no um well now my heck no <laughs> <laughs> I set you up you 
guys so set up. Wow. Okay. Back to back to what in the dang heck brand, which means it's a bunch of random crap and nothing's too serious. What's your heck no? <laughs> My heck no is that I bought this antique dresser from Marketplace and I bring it in the house and it literally crumbles to pieces. <laughs> like t- a drawer falls out, the bottom of the dresser falls out. I'm like, what just happened? How much did you spend on it? $70. Okay. And so still. I, I bring it upstairs in pieces and then I like put it back together with wood glue. And oh, then gosh. I text the girl that I got it from like Facebook message. I'm like, Hey, just, you know, the whole dresser fell apart like five minutes after I got bought it from you. Like, yeah. did you know that it was glued everywhere prior? And she was like, Oh no, sorry. I didn't know. Like I bought it from an antique store six months ago and decided to go a different route. She's like, can you take a picture of everything? And I'll see if I can get you your money back. And I was like, Frick me, I just glued everything back together. Oh, <laughs> so, so now you have no proof. So <laughs> now I take it all apart again because I'm like, I want that chance of getting the $70 back. <laughs> so I destroy it again. I take a picture. She then moves me the $70 back and then I glue it back together a second time. You're savage. You're on another level right now. This is what happens when your husband deploys. You go, you go to wild depths for things. That is insane. So what are you going to buy with that $70? Oh, I spent that on thrifting. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It literally just, I was like, wow, okay, I got that for free, cha-ching, and this will will go back into the home. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, so. Oh, geez. Heck yes and heck no, but. Gosh. Yeah, so anyways, before we jump right in, Megan. Yes, we literally love Bespoke Catholic. They're a family-owned business. Um, The idea came from a desire for custom-made personal rosaries, which bespoke literally means tailor-made. So their whole goal and purpose and what sets them apart from another rosary company is that they work with you individually to create a rosary just for you. So it could be a rosary that represents devotion, love for a saint, a way to mark a new sacrament, favorite mystery, or literally just like your favorite color, which mine is pink and I now own a pink bespoke rosary so (laughs) you can contact them through the links in our show notes or check them out at bespoke catholic on instagram and they gave us code heck 10 heck 10 for 10% off for you guys as our listeners so go check them out and support a catholic family and also on Instagram, if you follow them, um, it's just bespoke.catholic. They posted this cute video of their son and the caption, it's like a reel. It's like the caption is sometimes the journey is difficult and it's their son playing mass, literally dropping the hose everywhere, spilling the wine. Like, oh my gosh, it is so cute. I mean, it takes him like five minutes to bring the Eucharist over. It is so cute. You guys have to check it out. I know. So yeah, everything's in the show notes. Okay, what? Let's just run through some of these, some of our confessions. You can run go through first. our personal ones. All yeah. right. We'll just we'll just do one and then you do one and then you will just Perfect. go back and forth. It'll be so entertaining. Okay, we'll start with a really lighthearted one. Sometimes I floss with my hair when I'm in a dire need or dire situation. I feel like uh, everyone should do that though. You are you gonna go in there with like lettuce in your tooth? That has been our first date, Patrick and I. I was he was like, You have lettuce in your teeth. And I was like, because we were literally eating. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I was like, I, I don't have floss. Do you have floss? He's like, no. And I was like, uh, how weirded out would you be if I used a piece of my hair right now? And he was like, I say go for it. <laughs> And that's when you knew to marry that's him. That's when I knew because I was like, he told me I'd let us my teeth. Anyways, that's so funny. And everyone yeah. should just use a piece of hair, especially I always yeah. pull out a really dark one because I'm like, I don't want that one. Oh, um, true. True, <laughs> true. That's genius. I always just pick something small from around my face, which is probably why the hair around my face is so short and whack. Oh, don't pull <sighs> it out. Pull it out from under, Megan. I'm going to go bald from the front of my face from using it as floss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hit us with one. Okay, so 
one time, uh, one summer I used to nanny every summer in like high school. And then like, yeah. So one time I brought four girls to the nail salon, one was a baby. And then there were like three, like two toddlers. And then like, I don't know, fourth grader. And I was holding, like, I was holding the baby, holding nail polish, and it literally flung out of my hand behind one of the chairs and cracked and splattered everywhere on the, on, like, the pedicure chair. And I was like, ooh. (laughs) And I didn't do anything. (laughs) Did you tell them? Did they know it happened? No, no one saw. And I was like, I'm literally, like, there, I took four under- like eight to a pedicure place I can't pick that up I'm like I'm holding an infant yeah there's no it's not it's not happening and like no one really spoke English I was like (laughs) but it was like blue and it splattered everywhere and like that's hard to clean up I didn't even know how you clean your nail polish I don't know I didn't even know where to begin with that yeah no yeah so that happened um, good. good. Yeah. Okay. Well, the first time I used a tampon, no one told me how you use it. So I was in, I don't know how this happened that I was in P like, right. I was getting ready for PE class and decided I needed to use a tampon for the first time. As I was typing, like, as I was going back over this story, I was like, this, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it's what happened. And instead of pushing the plastic piece through so that only the cotton piece goes inside of me, I, instead of pushing it together, I pulled it apart and Uh stuck the cotton piece while it was still in the plastic piece up into myself. And so there's this plastic piece that is not supposed to be in me in me and I went and did swing dancing for PE and was like this is awful and how do people do this and I did (laughs) not understand why it hurts so much (laughs) probably cut up my insides a little bit because there's those little you know what I'm talking about like yeah the spikes yeah they're like little spikes and so yep after that I figured out obviously how to wear a tampon the right way but that was the first time how did you even walk I I don't think I did it was a good thing we were dancing so it was just like you could look funny and stupid and it was like whatever we're learning how to swing dance (laughs) it was terrible we'll be telling my girls how to use it the right way so that they don't also go through that situation (laughs) oh my gosh wow that is so funny it's terrible um okay so i debated telling this one or not but my dad will find this funny i'm sure so (laughs) it i was like kind of dating this guy in high school like just like going out on some dates and i had recently gotten foot surgery Mm -hmm. on both of my feet i like on both of your feet yeah so like um one i got like three weeks earlier and then the other one i got like they were three weeks apart um okay. yeah so like I had kind of like an extra bone on both my feet and they like shaved them down so I could wear shoes um and so yeah. we like went to a movie and then I like lived by a community center and so then after the movie we just parked there and we were just talking and stuff hanging out and um I had taken my shoes off because it like hurt to like my feet were still very tender yeah and I didn't want to wear those stupid it was like in the middle of winter so I didn't want to wear like the stupid like cast thing right um so yeah I was like had on like winter boots and I took them off and um in my town curfew during the week I believe was 10 p.m okay if you were under 17 or something like that okay um and it was really strict it was like 10 or 11 either way, it was very strict. And I think it was a Friday night. So it was still technically a weekday. And, um, so anyways, the cops pull up and cause it's like 1101 because that's my town and they pull up and they're, they're like knock on the door and they're like, what are you doing in here? And we're like both literally sitting in our respective seats. What are you doing in here? And we're like uh talking like well it's past curfew and we're like okay sorry we'll just like drive home and they're like well he can't drive home because it's past curfew and I was like okay then I'll just walk home they're like why are your shoes off what have you been doing in here 
And I'm what like, what in the heck? I just got foot surgery. And they like took her IDs. And then um, like his dad had to come pick him up. And it was so embarrassing. And then they insisted. And I could walk home like, but it's past curfew. You can't be outside. Mm-hmm. And so they drive me home in a cop car, knock mm-hmm. on my front door. My father, obviously my dad answers and they tried, I'm pretty sure they like tried to step foot in the house. And I'm pretty sure my dad was like, oh, I didn't invite you in. Like, <laughs> dang, I'm pretty sure he said like, I, like, why are you yeah. coming in my what home? <laughs> yeah. Like you weren't invited. Um, but it was the most embarrassing thing ever. And I'd be terrified. I'm pretty You're- sure like no one at school found out about it. Thank goodness. Cause it would have been talk of the town yeah talk of the town but I was like this is the stupidest thing ever like they totally and of course like they're why is it so foggy in the car I'm like because it's below zero and we're sitting right like what do you mean like because the car's not running like I don't know what do you want me to say right so yeah it was completely it was traumatic truly and (laughs) still recovering in multiple times like I had gotten I mean walking home from babysitting they had pulled me over before and I'm like oh my gosh I don't even think it yeah one time I was walking home from babysitting I had a wad of cash that I was holding because I just got home from from babysitting and they're they like put their lights on stop me while I'm walking on the sidewalk and they're like where are you going where why do you have all that money I'm like what? am I a prostitute I'm literally 15 years old like right right get a life, <laughs> get a life. so yeah can they had tabs on you I know I was like, <laughs> I'm NHS president do you understand who I am <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> but yeah well, yeah. speaking of high school, um, we were never allowed to date in high school. And I say we as in my siblings, but that rule has changed as it's gone down. My siblings, I don't know how. Um, and I, so I was not allowed to date in high school. And there was this one guy who was great ahead of me. And I thought he was so cute. And I liked him so much that I told my parents that he, I think he asked me on a date and I told him, yeah, obviously I'm not going to pass this up. And I told my parents we were going on a group hangout. Like, cause some of his friends were already my friends. And so I was like, yeah, yeah. we're just all going to go there, blah, blah, blah. And my mom dropped me off cause I couldn't drive yet. So she dropped me off and had no clue. And then when she came to pick me up, it was just him and I outside. And I was like, she's going to know, she's going to know. And to this day, I have no clue if she knew that that was actually a date or not. And turns out he and I were not a good fit. Obviously we're not married. <laughs> maybe one more date after that but he was just very quiet and very reserved and I was just very awkward um not a date worth lying to my parents over but and now I'm curious if my parents knew and they were just like go have fun May like nothing's gonna come of this our daughter's too awkward and homeschooled (laughs) like (laughs) I have no clue but I remember like being so nervous about it because I was like oh my gosh how they're gonna find out and it's gonna be so bad I was like 14 okay oh my goodness that's so funny but also so innocent. Like, it's so innocent. Like that, like that is my biggest thing that I did in high school. I never snuck out, never went to parties, never. I lied to my parents about going on a date with a Christian boy. <laughs> Megan was like literally a goody two shoes. Yeah, yeah. Every parent's dream. Um, okay. Well, one's kind of just super random and funny, but uh the wedding day, I like really needed to go to the bathroom, like mm. right before we walked down the aisle. And nice. so I don't know if I shared this, but no. was out. it was just Mary Lederberg, Jordan, Jordan Anderson, who's my matron of honor and I, and we're in the rectory <laughs> and there's a bathroom in the rectory. And so I'm like sitting on the toilet, facing the toilet in the rectory with the rectory, like we're it, the rectory is like a home where the priests live and the right. bottom floor is like that, that was where kind of like I had did a confession before right. and like everything before I walked down the aisle and like there's like priests living upstairs and they Mm -hmm. had to keep the door open while I was going pee because the wedding dress couldn't fit in and it was Mary Jordan and I and me just peeing while they're holding up my wedding dress while there's just like 
my gosh. Like anyone could have walked in. I was so nervous to pee. I was like, I can't pee. Turn on the sink. I was like, I can't. That's the worst when you have to pee, but you can't because you're so nervous. I'm trying to think of other times when that's happened. Oh, like when you have to go take a freaking drug test, when you get drug tested. Uh, for- where are, why are, where are you? <laughs> where are, why are, what? When you're, um, oh, every freaking time they would do like a randomized drug test for college athletics, I always oh, yeah. got picked. So it looked like we're not only picking the people that we think do drugs. Like, look, we're also testing completely innocent people every time and so I would go and I would literally I got used to like knowing that I was gonna get picked and so I would chug a Dr. Pepper beforehand because I knew I would be so nervous to pee because you have to pee with the door open the bathroom stall open and the person standing in front of you what yeah they're like sitting well they're not standing okay I was being dramatic they're sitting at a desk in the bathroom like monitoring the bathroom so that so they you can't you. yeah so they hear you so that they know you peed right there right then and so that you can't like just sneak something or mess with something at yeah. all yeah and it's always the worst because I could never pee and so I started to chug like large McDonald's Dr. Peppers so that I could pee <laughs> because I'd be so, so nervous it's so right yeah it's like a universal thing it's the pressure. And I was like, I'm about to walk down the aisle. A priest could walk in and people are with me. Like people are with me in the bath. Like, yeah, the that right alone now. is. Yeah. There was just a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we're at. Um, All right. Shall we? Shall we? Should we go through like the question box ones that I got first? or just kind of spitfire them. Yeah. You can go through those okay. first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All of these are anonymous for your own safety and for you guys. Um, cause they're confessions, but here we go. I don't know how to drive with cruise control. First car didn't have it. Never learned. I, I agree. Cruise control is hard to figure out. I didn't know how to do it for the longest time either. And it's not on your driver's test. Is it? I don't think it no. is. No. no, it's just one of those I buttons didn't even... where you're like, is the car going to drive itself? Like what happens when I press this button? I didn't even thing? have to parallel park for my driver's test. So nice. I don't think I did either. And I did like an eight point turn and they still passed me. So, oh, I don't Jeez. <laughs> She's on the streets, you guys. <laughs> Every time I drive now, I'm like, right side, right side, right side. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I had a key to my ex's house, but when we broke up, he wanted it back. He doesn't know that I had two. So they, she still has one. <laughs> <laughs> That's sketch. Oh I my didn't... gosh. Do I tell mine about that? oh you have something to relate all right my ex had dropped off his key at my house in my mailbox after we broke up because he's like just in case there's an emergency I don't know yeah anyways we never communicated again and I had this key and he had a rooftop pool on his apartment and (laughs) (laughs) so you kept the key oh yeah for the rooftop pool oh yeah 100 percent yeah so I love to see it. Love to see it. All right. Didn't know you were supposed to take lint out of the dryer until I was 24. I'm 24. So <laughs> I'm wondering how her dryer didn't just like go up and blow up. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> dropped my cousin's toothbrush in the toilet by accident and put it back. <laughs> You're evil. <laughs> that is mean. <laughs> <laughs> I check the shower for an intruder every single time I use the bathroom. <laughs> Honestly, movies have done that to us. I eat the center of the hot pocket and then the outside, which Ew. I kind of want a visual of this because I'm figuring out like, do you just like, like, how do you eat the center? Suck it out? Like, oh, oh my gosh, maybe. Kind of like thinking, like, if you look at a piece of bread, she eats the middle of the bread first and then the outside. Like I was thinking about a hot pocket having, you know, those, like those popsicles in the summer that are just like a tube of juice and then you freeze them. I just think of it like that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that would make more sense. That's gross though. I need the bread with it. (laughs) Accidentally killed my sister's fish because I would sneak into her room to pet it. (laughs) I'm not sure how that went. Stick your hand in the fishbowl and give the fish a little pet. I don't know. Um, at my first confession, I confessed. So Catholic confession. At my first Catholic confession, I confessed to despairing. I was nine. I'm like, what, what were you despairing 
of um (laughs) accidentally sent me an email thread with my then future engagement details she doesn't know i'll take it with me to the grave i played it off well oh that's impressive I probably would have told my mom. She probably knew, but she's not going to say anything unless yeah, she said true. something. Yeah, true. It's just one of those things you guys both avoid for the rest of your life. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, I bit myself and then told my mom that my brother did it, but I had braces and he didn't. So I was busted quick. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You bite yourself just to get your brother in trouble? That's awful. <laughs> I um, This one is impressive. I'm like giving a round of applause for this one. I had sex with my husband in my college classroom while on tour with no one around. Uh, there's on tour. Like, like if you're going, Oh, like on tour of the, co- the college campus, she had sex with her husband in a classroom with no one. I don't know. That's like risky. God, yeah. That's really risky. <laughs> um, I will lie to my grandparents and they ask if my daughter's vaccinated just to avoid conflict. I feel you on that, except I'm just, out in the open about it so (laughs) um I scroll back through people's Instagrams to see their glow up honestly I should do that I feel like that would make people's Instagram pages much more fun I feel like I would know them much more intentionally okay this is one of the text messages that we got from you guys via email and then we'll jump into some voicemails I teach high school and one time we were on a field trip to a pumpkin patch and the cops showed up because they got a call from our location. We're all trying to figure out what kid was going to be in so much trouble for calling the cops only to find out it was me. I accidentally hit the emergency call on my phone. (laughs) That's really embarrassing. That's super embarrassing. And um, I feel bad for the kids. They probably were all getting interrogated and stuff. Like, don't call the cops. And then it's one of the teachers. Which I'm sure she doesn't get to live that down. I'm sure she hears about it all the time. Yeah, I'm sure. I just got an email sent in like literally a few minutes ago. And she goes, confession, when I was younger, maybe 11, 12, I thought that you got pregnant through exchanging spit. Um, <gasps> so one time when I was playing volleyball with friends, my younger brother spit in the air and some of it landed on me. Needless to say, I was terrified that it may have gotten in my mouth and I was going to get pregnant. Um <laughs> we did an episode like a year ago saying how you thought like babies were made and we should redo that episode we should because it never fails the way that people were either taught or like believed babies came into existence (laughs) it's impressive well I just remember the one it was like I thought that like it babies came from eggs in the fridge and I was so concerned why we were eating the eggs (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Uh, all right so should we move on to some voicemails let's move on to voicemails after we talk about live action merch yes oh my gosh okay so especially with everything going on in the anti-abortion movement um live action has some great designs for their merch you'll have to check them out um some of them are not is as explicit. So they're great Mm -hmm. conversation starters, which is, I think is amazing because it's not coming off like in your face, pro life for life. Like, you know, they're all designed super cute and like aesthetically. Um, and it makes it like a fun graphic tee to wear anyway. So it's not just like some obnoxious billboard, like they're cute. Um, and then they also have a brand new end row collection. So, and Roe v. Wade. They have one that's um, fighting to take 2,363 to zero. And mm. it says 2,363.org. And I love that because that number is the amount of abortions that take place in America every day. Yeah. Um, and so that is just a great, like, oh, what's that number stand for? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. of course, that is the natural next question that you would ask. Um So that one is probably one of my absolute favorites and as well as just the love them both one. Um, I love that one. Yeah. Because it just has like a mother with a baby in the womb and it just, it makes sense. Um, So yeah, those are sweet and yeah, definitely check them out. And we have a discount code so you can get it on sale. Dang heck, all caps, dang heck for 15% off any live action merch. Let's go. Let's go. Voicemails. voicemails. Here we go. Um, Let me see here. Which one do we want to go first? This one, I died laughing. So this is going to be the first one first. 
Hi, Megan and Cecilia. This is an anonymous confession for your hotline. Well, this isn't really my confession. It's my best friend, but it has everything to do with me, so I figured I'd share. Uh, I got married last year, and it'll be one year in June, and my best friend got married the year before me. She was my matron of honor and was one month postpartum with my husband and I's goddaughter at the time of our wedding. She, her husband, and newborn had to fly from California to Florida for our wedding, and as a very practical but also a half-joke gift, she decided to gift me a novelty-sized container of lube at my bachelorette. Like, we're talking a gallon-plus container of lube. It was going to be a total surprise for me to open at my bachelorette and blame it on the new mom brain, exhaustion, whatever you want to call it. But while packing for their big cross-country flight, first time with a newborn, she packed this novelty-sized container of lube in her carry-on bag. And as everyone knows, you're only allowed to have, like, three ounces of liquid or less in your carry-on bag. So she and her husband and newborn baby girl are going through TSA at LAX when her bag obviously gets flagged by security. She had completely forgotten about the lube in her bag and thought she had put it in her checked bag. So when the TSA agent asked her if she had anything unusual in her bag, she said no and was genuinely confused as to what it could be. And, you know, airport security, they don't open your bag in private. They do it right at the end of the line in front of everyone. So the TSA agent opens her bag, and my friend said that he just looked at her, <laughs> started dying laughing, and then, like, gave them this stink eye look and said, oh, y'all freaky, and <laughs> put the massive container of lube to the side and zipped up their bag. My friend says that the entire security line was dying laughing, and other men were giving her husband, like, a thumbs up and stuff like that. She told me this story at my bachelorette, and I could not stop laughing. Whenever I think about that story, I still laugh, and it was definitely a highlight of our entire wedding week. So, yeah, that's my anonymous confession on behalf of my friends. Um, anyway, love the pod. Praying for you both. God bless. <laughs> I'm dying. That's so on brand for the podcast we just did last week, too. That's amazing. No. Y'all <laughs> freaky. <laughs> I'm one month old. Of course, TSA's like, y'all are on another level. No, I was like, especially the postpartum thing. Like, I was, I mean, I was applauding her for getting on a plane one month postpartum with her newborn. Like, I was already like, good for you, girl. But then you go through TSA with that. They're like, good for you, girl. Like, okay. I would have been like, it's unopened. Have fun. That is so mortifying, though. That is hilarious. But at least it's an alone, like because she was with her husband. That is a little better. Like you share the embarrassment, you know? Right. Um, Well, and he got like some some support and celebration from the guys surrounding. So, (laughs) okay, this one is honestly one of the most genius ways to get a guy's attention. I have ever heard in my life. Ladies, take note. Hi, Megan and Cece. Um, I'm calling in with a confession. So freshman year of college, there was this guy in my econ class that I kind of like wanted to get to know more, but he was super like kind of quiet and reserved and he wasn't really, he wasn't very like open and in sense of like, I'm a super extrovert person and he just like kind of wasn't. So every time I saw him in class, I'd pull out my mint gum and I'd take a piece and then I'd offer him a piece. And I did that every single week because I had watched The Office in that episode where Jim did the Altoid prank on Dwight. Um, and I kind of wanted to see if like basically, you know, even if it didn't go anywhere, at least this guy would, every time he had mint gum, he'd think of me. So kind of just like building up this, I don't know what you would call it, but memory of every time he had the flavor of mint, he'd think of the girl in econ class. Anyways, he ended up kind of being a drag, so we're not friends anymore, but we did get close um, that semester. And a few months later, he told me, like, every time I – chew mint gum I think of you so it was success 
Um, but yeah, love the podcast. Can't wait to hear um, the episode. Bye. Oh my gosh, it was a success. When she talked about the office episode, I knew exactly what she was talking about. It's hilarious and we should share it on our story when this podcast comes out, but that's that's genius. And now probably for the rest of his life, he will. Like I would think I would for the rest of right? my life. I'd be like, oh, mint gum, that econ girl. I mean, gum is such like a specific because it's like the color of it, the texture, the the smell, the flavor. And there's this specific like trident orange layers gum that every single time I get, yep. I get it. I think of my gymnastics coach because he always was there's, doing it. There's, there's a, the, I think that same one is the one that my mom had all the time when we lived in Alaska. So now every time I see it or taste it, I think of my mom driving us wherever in our suburban that we had in Alaska. Like that's what I think of. So without a doubt, this guy is still thinking of her whenever he has been. A hundred percent. I'm like, that is evilly genius. <laughs> that's, that's smart. Evilly genius is like the best way to describe Dwight and Jim's relationship anyways in the office. So it just, makes, oh, yeah. it all makes sense. hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. This one is, um, yeah, I'll just play it. Here we go. Hi, Megan Cece. This is Anonymous. I'm calling about confessions. I have to confess that every single time somebody asks the question, what's your most embarrassing moment, I have to lie because my most embarrassing moment happened at around age 16. I had just had a small procedure on my vagina, and I had a follow-up with the doctor, and my mom came with me because I was nervous, and I go into the doctor's office, and the doctor comes in, and she talks about what happened, and like followed up what was going to happen going forward and then with my mom in the room she looks at me dead in the eye says you girl have a tiny vagina and someday you're going to make a man very happy and I was so mortified oh my gracious in front of my mom and I didn't know what to say I was young I had just gotten my period a couple years before I never had sex but yeah I was so mortified so I have to confess Every single time somebody asks your most embarrassing moment, I tell them something else. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Oh, so unprofessional. Oh, my goodness. Super unprofessional, first of all. And I, I mean, I'm just thinking if I were in that scenario, I would have just put a tampon in the wrong way a couple months earlier, just got my cycle. (laughs) And now I'm being told I'm going to make some guy really happy. God, in front of my mother. What I mean, I wonder what her mother said, if anything, or if it was just a one-off if, comment and she just kept going. I like to think that if someone ever did that to carry your genie in front of me, I would slap them. I, but I probably wouldn't. But I would definitely Excuse have me? some words. I would have some words for them. Mm-hmm. And then I would laugh about it later with Carrie and Jeannie. But <laughs> I would give a bad review. I'd be like, excuse Yelp. me, what Yelp did you them. say? And then absolutely, I would Yelp them. 100%. So, 100% Yelp them. Yelp. Wow. That is, um, it would, I mean. I would also lie. For. I would also lie. Yeah, I would also ask lie. what my most embarrassing moment was. 100%. Yeah. Um, okay, this next one is so messed up so messed up I'm like I don't even know worse than the only reason the only reason we're all gonna laugh about it is because it's so messed up hi my name is Julia um so I'm not sure if this counts as a confession but when I was um probably in first or second grade I was having a sleepover with my cousin and she told me that um if I didn't hide under the covers at 9 11 p.m some planes would come over and drop bombs on my family. So uh, for a couple of years, I always was sure to hide under the blankets. Um, and then I learned in school what 9-11 really was, and I think that's maybe where she got that um, story, and I realized that wasn't true. <laughs> oh, her friend told her that? Her cousin, I think she said. Her cousin, okay. Oh, <laughs> someone did not explain history well to her cousin, or her cousin was just doing it to like be a bar. Yeah, yeah. 
how terrifying would that be? Every year on 9-11, she hit No, no, no. Every day at 9-11 p.m. <gasps> oh, no. Really? <laughs> yes. Every day. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure she said every day. No, that actually, that makes sense. I was like, wow, every year at 9-11. Like, she believed that for multiple years. Uh, every day, though. I mean, her parents probably didn't have a hard time getting her to go to bed. I know. That's I know. terrible. Terrifying. Okay, this one is very relatable because now that I live alone, I literally am just talking and singing to myself about random stuff all the time. Um, so yeah, I get this. We love to see it. Love to see it. Hi, Megan and Cecilia. I have a super stupid, awful story that literally just happened yesterday. Um, so good timing for that request. So I'm home from college right now. I'm so sorry, that's my cat. It sounds like a child. Um, I'm home from school right now, and my parents aren't home, so I have the house to myself, and after living in a dorm for so long, I was excited about having that freedom of a big house and no neighbors, so I'm, like, walking around in my little pajama shorts and hair up in a towel, singing to myself super loudly songs that are way out of my range, like belting these songs as loud as possible, knowing I'm not hitting the right notes, but it doesn't matter because no one lives by me. I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, until I turned the corner in my kitchen as I'm like dancing to songs that are not sung properly. And my parents didn't tell me that they had asked some men to come fix our deck while they were out of town. And I made eye contact with this group of men who were just watching me through the window because I left the door open for my cat to go outside. So they'd been listening to me for 30 minutes, screaming, not just like actual songs, but also songs that I was making up as I was living my day, like putting my soup in the microwave that I then left in the microwave for an hour because I had to go hide in my bedroom until they left. <laughs> and I'm a fully grown woman, but I, I had to go hide in my room until I saw their cars pull out. So that was horrible and awful but it, it makes a good story I guess <laughs> thank you so much all right bye that's hilarious <laughs> I can imagine the guys that were working on her deck were probably cracking up the whole time and like they it was probably, making their work day so much better they probably had secondhand embarrassment like you know when you would watch American <laughs> Idol and you're like I feel so embarrassed for this person yes yep that's also very possible. Yeah, I used to do it all the time. I still, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I still do it, and I don't. I definitely don't because there's already enough noise and songs. You have sung. neighbors. Neighbors In close by. That too. I do have neighbors um, on all sides. So <laughs> you so are. I'm surrounded. good. Yeah. Also, if you do that, then Carrie's gonna do that, and that's mm-hmm. just gonna be an interesting teaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. We'll work on that later when she doesn't think it's like a normal thing, when she thinks it's like a, I just want to have fun thing, like when she can decipher <laughs> the two, because that would be interesting. But I do miss those days, those days where you could just sing around the house really, really loud about literally putting your soup in the microwave. Good times. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that freedom, ladies. Or just even when you're in the car and you can, oh, totally, yeah. like, by yourself in the car for like an hour long drive and you can just blast music and like scream at the top of your lungs to it enjoy that you will you will miss it when you I'm not really I'm not really a car singer I'm really not oh I am I I am like like the songs that I find myself singing and humming would be like song two two. (laughs) wow Wow. like understanding up in here <laughs> lamb oh of god <laughs> what is the what uh oh shoot ponde vida <laughs> <You're a tell> senor. <laughs> or something my mind always goes to is like vamos a la playa a mi me gusta bailar What's dun, 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 that dun. from? It's like it's like take me to the beach. Do 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 do. I don't know, <laughs> but literally, like I'm always humming to myself because it makes me focus better. And 
when I'm like working next to Patrick or just humming, I don't even really notice. And he's always just like, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> That's what he says. He goes, no, thank you. Thank you. That's like, when we're driving, we have a middle compartment that just opens and shuts. And while uh-huh. we're driving, Avery will just open and shut it and open and shut it. And I will just put my hand on top of his hand and be like, can, can we not? And I say we because we're married and we're one and I just would rather us not do that. See, but- <laughs> Avery and I are so similar. He has I'm ADHD. Like, 100%. Oh, 100%. And no, I know like, you. I don't even realize I'm doing it. Like I'm not trying to be annoying, but I'm like, you don't understand. It's like helping me focus by okay. like letting my other half of my brain be busy. So then I can focus Ooh. on using the other yeah, half of my brain on this. <laughs> um yeah no, no thank you there's so many things he's just like no thank you I'm like okay <laughs> what are you supposed to say to that like okay <laughs> yeah so okay this is our last one and um I can just picture this so well uh-huh. hi uh I'm Anais uh I hear that you're doing confession um I have a pretty funny one so I went to the pro-life march um, in high school with my mom and my sister. And at the stadium, there was like a break um, before the speakers go up. So people can eat, have a bathroom break, or even go to confession. So I really wanted to go to confession. And I went. Um, and when I was almost done with my confession, I thought it was very success- successful. And I was super proud of myself that, like, I did it. I said what I needed to say, you know. And then, you know how the priest puts, like, their hand over your head to say the prayer of absolution? Well, he put his hand, like, straight up and while praying. And I, I immediately thought, oh, he's so proud of me, too. And... I give him a high five, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, he wasn't, like, uh, <laughs> giving me a high five. He was actually, like, praying over me. So <laughs> so I immediately regretted it. <laughs> and he was actually praying over me, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> but it's a funny story to say after, and I know not to do that again. Um, I was so confident, though, and he was, like, laughing a little bit after. He's like, no, that's not what I was trying to do. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, hope you are having a beautiful day. Uh, I wish you all the best. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so funny. bad. Have you seen that, like, viral video where, like, the guy was getting his wisdom teeth taken out and... um he's like underneath the laughing gas and the dentist keeps trying to do something like is holding something. And she, it almost was like her hand was like making the half heart, half, half of a heart. Oh, And the kid, <laughs> the kid just look, putting his hand up and matching the, the dentist's hand to form a full heart. And finally she had to like strap his hand down because he kept doing it. That's it hilarious. So funny. Yeah. So oh, geez. <laughs> she just high-fived him in the middle of a prayer because <laughs> i the could see like the hand yeah. like you know what i mean and it's just well and she's she in her head is already like this is a proud moment this is like i've really done it this time <laughs> so she was like surely that's exactly where his head's at too <laughs> i really did it <laughs> he's proud of me <laughs> It's so funny, but yeah. That's amazing. This was good. I needed a laugh. I needed this laugh. Yeah, this is very fun. Yeah. Well, next week is going to be our two-year anniversary pod. Mm -hmm. Um, If I... If it wouldn't take 20 hours, I would take the best moments of the past two years and montage them Mm. together. Um. Oh gosh, we should have thought of that like a year in advance. Yeah, just to like <laughs> piece them out. But what we are yeah. going to do is we would love for you to call in at 312-775-2615. Excuse me, I'm totally just burped up my cappuccino. Um, <laughs> and, 
Nice. Yeah. Um, and talk about like, mention some of the fave topics that we talked about. Let us know what you loved. Let us know if you've met like any best friends through listening to the podcast. We've had some people calling about that before, or yes. just let us know like the fruit the that has yeses. come. Yeah. The heck yeses that have come from this podcast. Um, because I know there's so many podcasts that I listen to on a weekly basis that I've gotten so much from. Um, and I know that our podcast, we try to make it super lighthearted, um, on purpose and yeah, it's just encouraging to know that like 6,000 plus of you listen every single week, um, is actually very humbling to know that and terrifying. (laughs) I told you all how I put my tampon in wrong the first time. So congrats. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I don't think I'll ever be able to get a real job. Um, we're screwed down we're too far in yeah I'm way too far in like it's all it's it's all all published out there (laughs) for the world I'll never be able to run for office Patrick will never be able to run for office (laughs) oh my gosh yeah oh well too bad but yeah just let us know let us know what you want more of we just we want to hear hear what you have to say Um, yeah but yeah, 312-775-2615. Um, Megan and I will be together before you know it. But we love you guys. We love so you appreciate guys. you guys. And we will see you next week on the Can't wait. What in the Dang Hack podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it. I need to go eat some protein. I've only had like carbs all morning, which is my stomach is hating me for now. So like, what'd you have? This is the leaning tower of pizza here. So <laughs> toast. Um, I had cereal and then I had a bagel. Oh yeah. That is all carbs. What kind of cereal do you yeah. have? Um, I really like this. So typically honey bunches of oats, but I really like this vitality cereal from all these. It's kind of like an, a mix between honey bunches of oats and frosted flakes. And then there's sliced almonds in it. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I the cereal like I really like that special K with like the dried strawberries. Yeah, and I this got is it. This is kind of like special K too. Okay. Kind of yeah. But I got it from the commissary, oh. and like when I in Japan. Yeah. And there was one dried strawberry in it. One. <laughs> one Megan. They really were. Were. Uh... <laughs> I'm like, been, this is freaking cornflakes. Yeah, at that point, that's exactly what you're eating. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right. Just, well, first one was better. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you're talking about her bun. I feel like I'll just pop this in the back <laughs> of the podcast because I forgot to hit stop recording. So <laughs> perfect. All right. I love right. you. Tell, give Imogene a kiss for me. I will. Love you. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.